Welcome to the Sons of Fantasy Football League Week 9 podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kozlowski, the Denver Desert Dog, uh, joined tonight by the rest of Red Triangle Sports, Eddie Mitchum. Good evening, gentlemen. And Shane Stein. Good to be here, Matt. Yeah, uh, we are watching Jets Bills. This was the first color rush game last year, if you remember. It set the whole colorblind world a fire because they didn't know which team was which because greens and reds looked the same in colorblind world. But apparently, even you don't have to be colorblind to not know what you're doing. You can just like assume Thomas Rawls is Devin Funches too. So, um, no, the Bills are wearing white tonight. They ditched the red, so everyone should be able to enjoy this game. Uh, and a doozy it should be. So, looking forward to watching that. There is some action for the curtain, though, in this game tonight. McCoy and Powell? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a big night. Just like a 25 spot out there on the Bills minus three, too. Oh. Is that a best bet? You want to get that in right now? I'm, I already bet it, so I don't take care of what else thinks. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have that. Order for my P- P- PSU winnings. We'll have uh, we'll have the two for one at the end of the show, along with best bets, and we're gonna move trivia to the end because Shane's just having a, a whopper of a week here. Uh, now the iPad's updating right now, so we will have the stats to go along with trivia at the end of the show. So let's start off with a typical standings review. As long as me and Ed are at the top, we're gonna keep leading the show off with this. So. Uh, we didn't do standings reviews last year, so first place in the Farve. Myself at six and two. Ed game behind me at five and three. Uh, we play next week, so that will go a long way in determining who ends up atop the Farve division, as well as my game this week against the Sea Wolves. So behind me and Ed, Sea Wolves and Patriots four and four. Take your ball and S a D at three and five, and the Bull Weevils also at three and five. Um, everyone's still absolutely in the playoff hunt in the far division, though. But this will be a big week to determine that. Uh, Stein and Bull can't afford to lose another game. I think uh, this early in crop in the divisional play. Anything else, Dad, in the far division, boys? big is that blackbird going to be if uh, my dad finishes with a better record than you this year? Who, me? Yeah. Not that bad. I mean, <laughs> I think I know my team is a little better than his, but it's fantasy football. I mean, hey, he's done a nice job managing what he's got. And sometimes you, you put up good weeks and you lose, and sometimes you put up bad weeks and you win. So, I mean, there's not much you can control about that. Did you find Jesus this week? Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Something's wrong. Something's going on with you. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Elway 
big matchup this week in the LA Hammer versus Ice Cream. Six and two Hammer versus five and three Ice Cream. Uh, Hammer with a lot of his team on by via the Patriots and also Melvin Gordon. So definitely evens that matchup out. I think both teams at full strength. Everyone on the podcast would agree that the Hammer is the better team. Uh, but should be an interesting matchup with those guys out for the Hammer. Mad Dog sitting at 4-4. Four and four. And the Clan, who I still think has probably the best roster in the LA at 3-5. Three and five. Three games back, um, but absolutely still within reach. And then you have Abusement Park and Fleetwood Franchise. Um, I'm just going to call it done for these two teams. The Park... I think if they Park could have got to four and four, they put up a really nice effort against me last week. If they could have got to four and four, I'd obviously throw them a bone because why not? They'd be four and four, but I don't see it happening. In the, yeah, the franchise. We're gonna get into the franchise when we talk about their matchups. So. Um. Man, I've been looking at some trade every roster, just dissecting everybody's team, and there's just nobody on the franchise. I mean. I've never seen a full nine-man roster projected for less than 80 points in a week. No. They're projected yes. to score 77 with a starting with a full starting lineup this week. Anything in the LA, Ed? No. All right. Points race got pretty tight. Eddie's still in the lead. I'm five back of him. Um, Ed. You've really turned the corner fantasy football this year. Um, everyone in the, in the division has allowed 800 points or more. I'm at 784. You've allowed 695. You've had a I, pretty... just, I did not know that. I was just looking at that <laughs> as I was looking at the standings. Yeah, I didn't realize I that either. The fact that I finally start scoring and everyone stops scoring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally good, so everyone else is bad. I love it. <laughs> It's funny. The only team that's given up less than you in the league is Spears. It's got to be Spears, yeah. yeah. He's given up 674. You guys have this same record, and you've scored 135 more points than him. So, I think every every Tuesday, I feel like I talk to Troy on the phone, give him a call, and I just basically answer the phone, and I say, you won't die. No one scores against you. Like, every that's how our conversation starts out, so... Um, yeah, but got five straight weeks now of divisional play, and this week I think will go a long week, a long way in helping us figure out what's going to go on. But Shane, I still think you're going to have a lot of fun writing that uh, that uh, playoff piece. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> going to be going to be a difficult one. Usually the best, uh, yeah, it's the best part of the season, trying to call the scenarios that can can happen. And- Usually we have a bunch of teams that are still in it at that point, so that makes it fun. Yeah. And I think both years so far, we've had at least eight, nine teams that are in it with the last two weeks at, at, at the least. I think we'll probably have 11 or so right now. Sorry, Ty. Um, all right. I feel like I don't want to talk about this a lot, but we have to talk about it. Funches Gate. Bunches of Funches. Um... Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> obviously, you made a mistake. We understand that. You obviously would not have tried to drop Devin Funchess this week. 
I just I think the public needs to know how you would have voted if it was someone else. No, I thought I, I thought I tried to explain that in my email. My email was obviously I was trying to make some light at the end, but I mean I think my email explained how I felt. I mean in seasons past, so I definitely would have voted um, that he, he being here made a free agent. Um, so I guess keep that's what it was. Um, I honestly don't even know how I clicked Devin Funches, so that's that's kind of I'm still wondering what happened. Obviously, I had no intentions of dropping him. I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't have any good players other than my top four. So, I mean, <laughs> I kind of have to have him on my team. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, obviously, somehow I clicked on his name. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. You, you texted me this morning. You're like, why'd you drop him? And I was like, I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You would have got him back. I mean, I don't know. You I wouldn't mean, have broke the bank, but you probably would have put a decent bid on. Yeah, I probably would. Have, I would. Have, I don't know. I don't know what would have got him, but I would have probably went like between ten and fifteen. I don't know if that gets him or not. I think that would have got him. He stinks. Feel bad that I mean, we were. But, but I feel like Butler might have went after him. Feel bad that we were all arguing about Devin Funches all day today. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of that was kind of where I was at. I was like, man, this guy's really not that good. <laughs> but but okay. he's he's a likely candidate to get ten to fifteen targets a week now. That's the big thing. I, I don't know if he gets that many. I don't know if he can do anything with him either. So <laughs> I've I've seen that I've been watching this guy play and he's he's not a very good route runner. Maybe him and Cam should work on their, their routes. <laughs> well, I'm just waiting to hear back from Butler. Uh the vote's not gonna matter. But I just want to hear what Butler has to say before I put him on because you never know. Butler has a way with words. He may may some say something profound, may get a couple <laughs> people to follow him. Butler's kind of a leader in that sense. So um, just gonna wait till I hear from everyone in the league. No, I, I was actually in my in my response. Uh, do you guys? I mean, did my would my have uh, like the example I gave? Like if it was someone that was dropped that was a player that obviously would, would swing the league. I mean, would we want that to be, like, I mean, if the player wasn't, like, obviously the extreme situation was Antonio Brown. I mean, obviously the situation changes compared to it being Devin Funches. Yeah. yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, I don't know that we would want you're obviously, you're obviously not dropping Brown, and it, although I'm looking at your team, I think it's obvious you weren't dropping Funches. Um, Pretty sure there's a no-drop list. So that's a stupid conversation to have. Those guys are locked. You can't drop them to avoid stupid mistakes nope, like this. You physically cannot drop those guys. All right. Well... Alright, <laughs> right, if it was a player that was better than Devin Funches. <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
show a mistake. <laughs> podcast or no i don't think i, I did think all right so the three of us were on a cbs league together i gotta tell this story now so um we had to pick up a kicker because dustin not just, Hopkins. not just any cbs league <laughs> so we're not going pretty, we're not going there there's, there's, there's some cash involved in this okay <laughs> um it's not for public consumption okay <laughs> so we needed a kicker because Dustin Hopkins was on by, and I've kind of been managing the waivers. Uh, just, I don't know why, but. Um, You're the hardest worker, you can say. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to get it back to you because we won the league last year with you. So, Hopkins was out, so I went to pick up Dan Bailey, and DeAndre Hopkins was on by. This was two weeks ago. So I just clicked the D Hopkins to drop for Dan Bailey, and I clicked the wrong one. So I woke up in the morning, and I was like, saw that we had Dan Bailey, but then I also saw that Dustin Hopkins was still on our team. And I'm like, what is going on? And I looked at the waiver claims, and uh, it said, you know, Team Red Triangle Sports ads. 
Dan Bailey drops DeAndre Hopkins, and my heart literally fell to my my shoes. Texted Eddie. I called Eddie at like seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I messed up so bad, <laughs> and he was just like, Oh yeah, you know, it's all right. We probably weren't gonna make the playoffs anyway. And as soon as he hung up the phone, I think I actually heard it before he clicked. He's like, I fucking hate this dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, yeah, we kind of sat. Eddie and I text in the rest of the morning, and I'm like, I'm just going to email CBS and see if they can reverse the claim um, and tell them it was, like, an obvious mistake. So I did that, and 30 minutes later, I opened up the team, and Hopkins was back on the team, and um, they just didn't even, like, ask anything. They just put him back on the team. So no one in the league ever said anything about it. The commissioner of the league never mentioned it. It just kind of happened, so that was nice. But that's our story. So yeah, that's not happened twice. It's not happened twice this year. I don't know if that makes me a hypocrite that I emailed CBS to add him back, but I just felt like it was worth trying. But again, that's Hopkins compared to Funches. If if that had been we had Richard Matthews at the time, if I had dropped Richard Matthews, I'm like, oh, all right, well, you know, I'll just pick up another awful wide receiver to have on the bench. So. Which is funny because you're starting Richard Matthews. Matthews. You're gonna have you're gonna have Matthews and Funches this week. So. I am. That's my flex. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna beat Eddie this week, and it's not gonna be pretty. I'm gonna have to do a lot of damage control. So if Funches goes off, there's gonna be a casualty. <laughs> I'm well aware. I'm well aware. It's a fucking That that almost happened last week. I ripped Ty Storms apart Sunday night because. He ran, he had dropped Jamison Crowder, and he's got Alan Hearns on a bye on his bench. Like, what? <laughs> and then Sher picks up Crowder, and Crowder goes off, and thank God my team's really good, so doesn't matter, but. Alright. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> week, week nine matchups, yeah. We back. Okay. <laughs> texted me, we were talking a little bit before the Monday night game. I'm like, man, your team's really been putting up points. He goes, yeah, I'll be 500 after uh, this week, pending on what happens tonight. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like, you're not even ready for this. <laughs> Actually, I was scared, scared all, uh, all day on Monday, because CJ Anderson's terrible. Alright, week nine matchups. Bull versus Papa Kaz. The Weevils versus the Patriots. Start off with the Weevils. What do you guys make of the Miami running back situation? Was that a good Kenyon Drake ad by Bull? Uh, 
you put me left somewhere. You had a pretty sizable claim in on him. I did. I did. I mean, I'm desperate for, for flex players. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyone that's looking to fill out the flex one, flex two, I mean, you got to take a chance on somebody. I mean, looks like Drake's going to be the guy that's going to benefit the most from getting the most touches there. So, just on sheer fact that he's probably going to get 15 touches a game, I mean, that's worthy of being in your lineup right there for, for most of us peasant teams. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah, I don't mind the Drake ad. I think he had to be owned, obviously, like Eddie said. I had to claim it on him, too. Um, I think he's fairly versatile. We'll see. See uh, what kind of stuff he brings. I just don't. That offense is terrible. That's the only thing that is kind of like hard to gauge. So. Talk about Papakaz's team. You guys expecting a T.Y. Hilton bounce back this week? No. So I had two games all year that were worth anything. Brandon two of the worst defenses he's seen, but I'm not going to expect it. There's a chance of it because Houston's struggling. But I think they've been struggling against decent teams. I don't think that's the case with the Colts. No, I'm not. Um, don't really want any parts of the Colts right now. Um, bad football mm-hmm. club. Just, uh, I think it's just it's just a lost season for the Colts. <laughs> they're they're just bad. I have a uh, right now in my Fanduel lineup. I have a full Colts stack. So <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why I've been finishing in twelfth every week. So I have a Brissett, <laughs> Hilton, and Doyle right now in my lineup. So I like. Uh, you uh, is that a? You think Houston's gonna not show up because they're they hate their owner? <laughs> no, I just uh, I don't think their defense is very good, and I may <laughs> need to revisit that now because part of it was I felt like Houston would be able to score well. But obviously, with the news that Deshaun Watson's out for the season, that's going to change some things. So I may need to revisit that stack, but I didn't really like Indy this week. So a lot of Indy questions in the rapid fire below. So I like Hilton, though, as a bounce back this week. So who wins, Bull versus Papakaz? versus franchise Mick versus his brother Ty question for Mick's team Mad Dogs what did I say I'm taking the Mad Dogs are you you sure (laughs) which player on Mike's team do you think is actually in a good situation this week I don't know if you've actually looked at his roster yet for this week but it's terrible there's not, not one good matchup on that list. 
Except for maybe Paul Richardson. That's my pick. <laughs> wow. That is some bad matchups right there. Uh, Golden Tate? <laughs> yeah, I think the guys that can put up points during this week are Richardson, Tate, maybe Adams, and Cousins. Other than that, this is this is drawn dead in the worst sense. That's what I wanted to say. Ty's projected for 75. Mike is projected for 85 this week. And this is a 4-4 and playoff contending team. Now, I think this week is this year's by, by apocalypse, I think they call it. A lot of good teams on by this week. Um, a lot of good players on by this week. If you actually go to the wide receiver projections for our league, there's no wide receiver projected for more than 50. Uh, 15 points or more which is fairly rare I think there's usually one or two maybe but uh, yeah terrible terrible week of matchups so yeah Paul Richardson Tate like I said maybe Devontae Adams and a little bit of Kirk Cousins uh, I think Kirk Cousins would be like QB 12 this week so you like Washington travel across the country at Seattle um, I just think Seattle's defense isn't as good as we think it is. Um, obviously, recency bias in that statement, though, too. Who's Ty's highest scoring running back or wide receiver this week? Another, another doozy. Give me Teddy again. <laughs> then he gets a, then he gets a big ball. <laughs> he catches three balls. That puts him in the lead. <laughs> One of them's a big ball. Three touchdowns. Take Jameson Crowder. Oh wait, um, he's not there anymore. Mar- I'll take Marlon Mack. I think he's the guy in Indy. Like God, I said, how many Colts are gonna score this week? They're gonna put up some points. You, uh, you just see. All right, who wins? Uh, Mad Dogs across the board. Yeah. <laughs> now, looking at the matchups, it's closer than I think. I guess it's but, tight. Uh, it's still tight. Go Mad Dogs. Yeah, it's tight. Depends. If Tyrod puts up a decent number tonight, uh, I'll say if Tyrod puts up 25 or more, Ty wins. So, he has 3.2 at the end of the first quarter. Not a good start, but keep going. He's got some work to do. Alright, Sure versus Fegley. Clan versus the Abusement Park. We'll start off with the park. How'd you guys feel about Andy Dalton as a pickup this week at quarterback at Jacksonville? I don't know who else is out there, but it's ugly. He's got to. He's got to get Brissett. the alpha 
Alphabet and Red Crayon on Scherzer's lineup. Look at that lineup. Q I R suspended I R suspended I R I R. Uh, no, well, I didn't. I didn't pull his bench up. Sorry. Oh God. He's got four I R's and two suspended guys. Yeah, I thought you were talking about all the weird names he has on his team: Javorius, Jameson, Safarian Jenkins, Zay. Odell, Latavius, <laughs> Anunmah, <and> <laughs> Ezekiel. <laughs> I thought you were talking about I thought they were like kids. Oh, they scored. Who? Zay Jones. Oh, nice. How about that? Fegley has the worst luck. Literally the worst luck in this league I've ever seen. Other than the fact wow. that he somehow made the championship game last year. But, like, he he should have lost last week. He was, yeah. lo- he was losing all day on Monday. Tell you what, Hopkins would probably be a teabagger if, uh, if that had happened. If what had happened? If he lost? If Fedley had lost last week. Well, Hopkins was almost a teabagger right before the show started. Oh, really? But, uh, the Watson injury has changed things. Man, gonna have to talk with Fegley. Not happy to hear that. I made a made a full offer yesterday. Got turned down. Then we had a big one on the table today. Uh, the Watson injury just couldn't pull the trigger on it. Yeah, I think that definitely changes things. Think they call Kaepernick? No, I don't think so either. All right, let's talk about. Yeah, but then if he brought him in, like, don't you think he would be like him saying, I'm sorry, look at this. Look at how much good I did now. And all the branch. I'm not a bad guy, I promise. I'm not Donald Sterling. <laughs> how much of a boost does McCaffrey get on uh, Fedley's team now with Benjamin getting traded? My... My thought is, and I thought about this this morning driving in, I think McCaffrey's going to go full on as a slot player. I, don't, I think they're going to get him out of the backfield. Um, I don't boost him much. I feel like they've expanded the offense, but as far as form, I don't think there's much more they can do. It'll look, it'll look like that this week, though, because Atlanta's a huge trade against the backs. And it'll look like you're right, but I think that that's going to level off. Uh, I think he gets a little bit of boost. Um, obviously, there's going to be a, little, a few more targets to be had, but I don't think it's that big. Just like like I said, uh, I don't think it's as big as you think. I think maybe maybe Curtis Samuel might be the guy. Gets a little boost. Yeah, no, I got to pick tomorrow. Well, I have, uh, along with my Colt stack, I have Russell Shepard in my FanDuel lineup, so... Again, I'm on the other side of this from you guys. So, we'll see. I'm either going to put up zero this week or a big number. So, um, you got Eddie. You didn't. You said about how they're bad against pass catching running backs, but uh, what did you think about me saying McCaffrey manned up as their slot receiver? I'm not sure. 
the run up the running experiment hasn't worked out. this week gets himself right in the thick of the Favre alright Kaz versus Phil almost a spotlight matchup of the week Segley's in the L way buddy <laughs> yeah that <laughs> um, what are the expectations for Sterling Shepard this week for the Desert Dogs excited about Shep this week. I think it's a good matchup. I think he has the best wide receiver game of any player in this game. Not me and Phil. Um, the Giants Rams. So, he's my favorite wide receiver to play from that team. The way my team's been playing, I also got a FanDuel lineup in this week of all players from my team. So, Not a bad idea. Yeah, so I'm trying, to, trying that strategy in a small tournament. Which Raider scores more points this week for the Seawolves? Marshawn Lynch or Jared Cook? <laughs> That's some fun with this question. Jared Cook. Jared Cook. Marshawn Lynch is terrible. Um, I'll take Marshawn Lynch. I think, think he punches one in this week. Who wins? Desert Dogs versus Seawolves. Dogs. Dogs. Best team ever. I'll take the Dogs as well. We'll go that for you. The 15 team is still better. And actually, my... What was it? The 2013 team. That, that, was, team was, that was that a squad. Was one. <laughs> that was a squad. That was a squad. Pulled off a couple of trades that year, too. <laughs> Jamal Charles. Good Lord. I had uh, Charles, Peterson, um... Cam, yep, Gronk, Garcon in his big year, I think. That was a fun year. All right, you guys, Stein versus Ed. Big brother versus little brother. Start off with Stein's team. Give me an Adrian Peterson stat line prediction. Uh... 
Touchdown called back. I think it'll be a mediocre week. I think the Giants probably use part of body to things up on their defense. I think they put good defense. Um Yeah, I think it's just a mediocre week, maybe like 13, 14. I was gonna say between fifteen and seventeen for him. Um if he loses this week, I don't think golf will be the reason he loses. Let's just put it that way. Might be because Randall Cobb's on his team. And Mohamed Sanu's in his starting lineup. But I don't think it's going to be because of golf. There wasn't a lot out there this week, like Eddie said. Um, you know, and you have a smart player like Sher going out there and picking up Andy Dalton. That shows tells you what's out there. Question for Spears' team, Frank Gore or Eddie Lacy? Who would you start this week? Frank Gore. Um, any question that is comparing two players and Eddie Lacy's one of them, I'm going to go with the other guy. So, Frank Gore. Well, I'm going to take Fit Eddie this week. Uh, Pete Carroll came out today and said, uh, prepare to see a lot of Big Eddie this week. 
They're turning the running game over to him. Like a lot of them, as in there's a lot of him in his body? No, or like, like 78 carries. <laughs> I'll leave the team 78 carries. So, I'm just going to... I think Gore's done, so... I think Lacey's done too, but I think Lacey gets more touches, so I'm going to take Lacey. I think he should start him this week. Who wins, Butler versus Spears? Butler. I will also take Butler. I'm going to take Spearsy, babe. Alright, rapid fire. Shane has the iPad coming, by the way. That's up. It's up and running. I'm gonna I'm working on it. All right, so we got rapid fire here. Who you got? Winston at New Orleans or Wentz? Wentz versus Denver. Jameis, I hate it. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'll take Jameis. I will also take Jameis. Who you got this week? Adrian Peterson at San Francisco or Lamar Miller versus the Colts? Hey, Miller. Peterson. I will also take uh, Miller. B- bigger game this week. Sterling Shepard versus the Rams or Devin Funches versus the Falcons? Funches. He's going to kill me. I'm going to kill Shane. I'm also going to take Funches because I just, I'm a narrative guy. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> Who are you streaming at tight end this week? Vernon Davis at Seattle or Ed Dixon versus Atlanta? This could be very well be the tight end matchup in me and Ed's matchup. <laughs> 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 Who do you want, Ed? <laughs> to be a top 20 running back this week. This is how bad it is. This is how bad running back is this week. Alex Collins at Tennessee or Amir Abdullah at Green Bay. God. Abdullah. Abdullah. <laughs> that kills me to say that. <laughs> um, uh, I will also take Abdullah. Looked a little frisky against the Steelers. I thought... <laughs> Who do we like more this week, Jack Doyle at Houston or Evan Ingram versus the Rams? Doyle. Doyle. I'm going to take Ingram. Better game this week, Jacoby Brissett at Houston or Brett Hundley versus Detroit? Brissett. I made that easy for you guys with how I talked him up. <clears throat> More likely to be top five wide receiver this week. AJ Green at Jacksonville or Demarius Thomas at Philadelphia? DT. 
<clears throat> Don't forget Brock Monster Thunderbolt. Yeah, DT, I guess it is. Um, I'm going to say DT, but I don't like it. I think AJ has a sneaky, decent game this week. All right, you ready for the two-for-one special, or should we do trivia first? Yeah, I got two. I don't like any dogs this week. All right, no two-for-one special. Taking the week off, we're 7-7 seven and seven on the year. All right, I got one ready for you guys. You guys probably won't like this one, but... <clears throat> said six names. Can we get there? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking pass catching back, so I'm going to think Le'Veon Bell is probably the first guy. He's not, that, he's not that good. <laughs> Wants to be paid like a, like a flat receiver and a running back. Tough, but I'm gonna go theoretic. Theoretic has 25. Okay. <laughs> I got one if you want me to go again. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that the Jets do have 30 catches. 
Um, Chris Ivory. I like that guess based on his huge week that he had, but he only has 16. Great. <laughs> um, I didn't know great. 75% of them were weak. <laughs> Uh, you know, the last football league we were in, it only lasted three years. That one was on me. Try not to screw this one. Try not to screw this one up, okay? No, I, I, I'm not trying to screw this one up. I like the league. I love the league, obviously. Um, I, like I said, I would have been fine with either whatever decision was made. I don't think Funchess makes or breaks my season. Unfortunately, I, I do believe he could make a break this week. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> yeah, you need um, him. Unfortunately. You need him. I do need him to perform this week to, to have a shot against Ed. Um, especially with, with the situation of my roster this week. But 
I still think there's a shady ass mofo down there somewhere. But, uh, <laughs> there was absolutely zero. You really think that meant to drop that? No, no, but I think that I think that heartfelt email was just full of shit. So. No, uh, no, it was it was not completely full of it, but. No, I mean, I was obviously trying to have a little bit of. Trying to make a little light of the situation. Um, But it wasn't. Obviously, there wasn't any malicious intent. (laughs) I understand that. Still don't trust you as far as I can tell you. Alright, wrapping up week nine. Good luck to everyone, unless you are the Sea Wolves. And we will chat next week break down week 10 um, week 10 we are about two weeks away from the trade deadline so time to get your moves in good luck this week thanks for listening thanks to Eddie and Shane for joining me and uh, go dogs <laughs>